Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I'm really excited to share this episode with you today because every year for the last couple years, I choose a word of the year. So it's a word that anchors me in what I know I want to achieve throughout the year. Because for me, I'm not big on setting specific goals. I have a specific goal for a couple things, like for revenue is really the main goal that I have in terms of business. But then I have like a general idea of what I want to do. And I'll share with you what I want to do this year um, a little later in the episode. But rather than setting specific goals, I find that I like having a word to anchor me in what it is that I want to achieve and often how I want to be in achieving that, what I want to bring to everything that I do. So in 2021, my word of the year was ease. And so in in every moment, I was always asking myself, how can I bring more ease into this? How can this feel easier? And not easier as in less difficult, but easier as in um, not pushing, not forcing, more enjoyable. That was 2021. 2022, last year, my word was expansion. And it was an incredible year of expansion. I actually owe you a part two of Lessons on Expansion. I did another episode, part one, of my Lessons on Expansion back in October, I think, of 2022, because I had so many things coming up that I wanted to share. So definitely check that out. All of this is to say, as I was thinking, like around the first week of December, I usually start tuning in to what I want to happen for the next year and just like allowing the word to come to me. I play with different ideas. I share with my best friend who we VM every single day. We are spiritual, business, growth, besties, all the things, life besties. And we really support each other and cheer each other on him. And so she and I, would go back and forth. And for some reason, I just, there wasn't a single word that could encapsulate what I wanted to achieve this year. Usually my goal is to find one word that fits into every area of my life. So personal business, really personal business, (laughs) but all the different pieces of those areas of my life. But I couldn't find a word this year. Nothing was landing. And I happened to listen to this episode on creating a personal manifesto. And I I just looked for it before I started recording this episode. And I honestly 
can't find out what the podcast was, what the episode was called. It was a really short episode. But what I really took out of it was it just inspired this idea of maybe in 2023, rather than a word, I have a manifesto. Still something that keeps me aligned and connected with what I desire, but that's a little broader than a single word. And I wanted to share this with you because while I did do an episode, a few episodes back, if you check, it is, I think I shared three or four different ways to anchor in to your intentions and your desires for the new year. This is one of those ways that I shared. Um, And if you heard that and you thought, you know what, a manifesto sounds interesting. I wanted to share it with you a little bit deeper on this and also share my manifesto for the year to give you a sense for how I created it and how you might be able to do the same. So a manifesto is really just, the way that I see it is like a collection of statements. So like a collection of phrases. There are so many manifestos. You could maybe even think of it as a mission statement, like a sentence or two. And one thing they said in this podcast episode that I was listening to that I thought was helpful as you're thinking about this is you can search like manifesto examples on online and look through those to get inspiration for how you want to format and think about your manifesto. Because there are so, so, so many ways to do it. And you could have 10 things on it. You could have three things on it. Mine has three things. And the next step is to really hone in on what you desire and break that down into what this manifesto is going to say. For me, the most important thing for me is to keep it really, really simple because the the other reason why I like a word of the year is it's something that's easy to remember and easy to recall, and it's right there. So rather than having to remember like this whole two paragraphs that I wrote. It's not like a journal entry. It's supposed to be like, oh yeah, that. So I want you to think about it in that way. I want you to think about it as in, I want this to be easy to connect to, easy to rattle off in my brain, easy to come back to at any given moment when I can feel myself maybe resisting or I need to decide between two things and I need to remember what is it that I'm trying to achieve. So something that's really easy to come back to and to recall and to remember. And I also want it to be very, just like choosing your word of the year, it needs to be potent and powerful and resonant. So I don't want you to just choose fluff words because those are fluff words. And I also don't want you to just choose a word like maybe number one is focus. Like I want you to choose something. Of course, you're going to focus. That's the whole point of your manifesto is to help you focus on what you want to achieve. So you might need to give yourself a little bit of time on this and take it a little bit deeper than what initially comes up for you. And then put it on paper. For me, this the first two actually were already there. And the last one, I've been going back and forth on, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even know if the last one is exactly set in stone just yet, but the first two definitely are. So my manifesto has three pieces. I'll tell you the three pieces and then I'll tell you what they mean. First piece is be your own guru. The second piece is 
uh, second part is bloom where you are planted. And the third part is you are more than your body. So let me explain them. The first number one of my manifesto, my pillars is kind of what I've been calling them. So the first pillar, be your own guru, is because I, in years past, have really allowed myself, and maybe this resonates for you because we live in a culture of coaches and courses and learning, I've really allowed myself to fall on other people's ideas or to, a better way to say it is to seek outside ideas, frameworks, resources. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I want to do this year is I want to remember to be my own guru. I have all of the answers or I have a lot of the answers. And those answers will guide me toward whatever extra support I need. Let me give you an example of this in action. So two weeks ago, I I work with this woman named Catherine on body image and um, disordered eating, which is something I've suffered with pretty much since my, my early 20s. And we had an appointment scheduled. Normally we have an appointment every other week and we pushed out the appointment so that I would be going, it would be on like the third week. So we'd go two full weeks without seeing each other because I was off last week from work. And I thought, you know, I don't want to schedule something that we can have something that I have to be present for because I want to be fully on vacation. But a few days after our call, I started feeling a lot of stuff coming up and I started feeling like back in this space of everything that I have been through. There was, you know, fear and criticism. And, and I was like, my initial thought was I should re- I should schedule our call sooner. I should talk to her. But I was like, you know what? Be your own guru. Maybe I can work through this myself. Maybe I have the answers. So I sat with it. I allowed myself to be with it. And I did come to some conclusions, but it did keep coming up. And so ultimately, I decided to have another call with her, but to push the call up to the week sooner like it normally would have been. But I came to that conclusion not because I was grasping for straws and needed someone to tell me what to do. I decided to have that call with her because I know when I talk to her, she helps me shift my perspective. She introduces something new that I haven't thought about. And I always come away with something that I can use for the next uh, you know, next two weeks that I don't work with her or the next week or whatever. So I did that with this pillar in mind. So I didn't go running for an appointment, hoping that she would give me the answers. I gave myself space with it. And then I went to her to take all the things that I had worked through myself and say, okay, help me noodle on this. You know, help me see this differently. Help me see what I'm missing. So for me, that's what Be Your Own Guru is all about. Being, you know, in a way, being more intentional with where I seek support. This really springs from last year, I joined a mastermind, which is so unlike me. And I'll be honest with you, it was a 30K mastermind. And it felt so right at the time. And six months in, we had a massive revenue drop. And I was still spending a lot of money per month on this this mastermind. And I I didn't feel like I was able to get from it what I needed to get where I needed to go. And but then I was stuck in this space where I was spending all of this money on something that like I just was not aligned with and I couldn't get out of it. They wouldn't let me get out of it. And you know, that's their business practice and, and that's their thing, and that's fine. 
So that was a really important realization and learning for me last year that that's never been my thing and it doesn't need to be my thing. I can, I do have the answers and I can seek outside support where it feels aligned. So all of that is to say my number one pillar is be your own guru. My number two pillar is bloom where you are planted. And this one I'm so excited about because I, this past year in 2022, I, as I've explained actually in previous episodes, I have a whole episode on niching down. If that's something that's been in the back of your mind, definitely listen to that episode because I was wildly surprised at what happened when I finally did the scary thing and like honed in and focused on one specific audience. I did that and I came really back to this excitement and this momentum around my content marketing agency, which is my business is an organic content marketing agency where I work with clients like mm, small to mid-sized clients. And then I also I also do coaching for entrepreneurs, marketing coaching. Uh, you can check out jessicathiefels.com if you want to know more about what I do. But I've been for so long almost running away from that part of myself, feeling like it's not sexy enough or why why do I want to do this? And when I came into this niche, I so it was like I shared this on another episode. It was almost like one of those puzzle piece moments where something just clicks in and you're like, "Oh, that's it. That's that." For me, that was niching down and just for um for you to understand i basically went from working with anybody helping them with organic content marketing to specifically working with female founded mental wellness brands doesn't have to be female founded but mental wellness brands that's it and when i did that that why that i'd been missing this whole time around my marketing clicked in and it felt so good to be supporting these companies that provide services, apps, offerings, products that I've relied on so heavily in my personal healing and growth journey. And so I got, I'm so excited now about taking my marketing, as I like to put it, using my powers for good and helping these companies reach the people, these companies reach the people who really need them. Like, like I've been able, you know, so people like me can access these resources, services, offerings that they need. All of that, and I've been in this space, marketing, organic content marketing, for 10, 12 years. And so bloom where you are planted is this idea that I have planted so many seeds. I've done so much work. I've learned so much. I'm really fucking good at what I do. I believe that completely and wholeheartedly. And so instead of running from that and trying to find other ways to make money and other things to do, I want to... Again, the idea of I didn't want my word to be focused. I wanted it to be something that resonated and was more potent and powerful. And so, yes, I want to focus in that area. But what really hit home for me was this idea of bloom where you are planted. So like harvesting the seeds, really blooming from the space where I've planted all of these seeds over the last more than a decade and really giving my energy to that in a lot of different ways. So one of those ways is continuing um, doing the outreach to continually bring on these specific companies. So I do sales 
um, active sales outreach, cold emails every other week. So twice a month to about 10, 10 companies each time. So about 20 companies each month I reach out to, and then I follow up with them every single day for five days. DM me on Instagram. If you want to know more about this, I'm happy to share my process. Also, you should check out the episode, Rethinking Your Sales Process. That was an amazing episode with an incredible guest. We talk all about the sales process. It's wildly helpful. And her sales process is how I built mine. So go check that out if this is of interest for you. But continually doing that so I can really keep my focus on bringing in those clients that I really, really, really desire to work with and that I know I can absolutely crush because I know the space, I know them, and I love what they do. And then also another big piece of this is in one of my more specific goals, which I said I don't have a lot of really specific goals, but um, one of them is to speak at, present at, do a workshop, a breakout at two to three wellness business specific events. So events that are catered to wellness businesses where founders and maybe even like marketing executives, marketing directors are going, they are specifically run a mental wellness or wellness business and they're going there to learn. So my point is like getting really directly in front of that target audience. So that's another big piece of that. And then really putting even more focus on my second podcast that I started last year, which is called Thrive Through Marketing, because I know that's a big piece of me really connecting with these people and continuing to showcase my expertise in this area. So that's the bloom where you are planted piece and one that I'm really, really excited about. The third one that is, I still am not like 100% concrete on it, but what I do keep coming back to is this idea of you are more than your body slash my body is an instrument, not an ornament. So as I've shared, I have been on a really powerful healing journey around uh, recovering from my disordered eating and going through my body image struggles and healing through that. It's a huge, 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 huge piece of the work that I want to do in 2023 that I need to continue doing. It's something that I've worked on for many years, and it wasn't until 2022 where I finally, something cracked open. I really believe it was I was doing IFS therapy. I did five or six sessions, and I believe those, which were probably some of the most powerful healing work I've ever done, I believe those cracked something. And all of a sudden I saw this light and I started listening to podcast episodes about people's body healing journey, body image, eating disorders. I started learning this whole other language that I'd never heard of. I'd never felt so seen in terms of this struggle that I felt so alone in. And it just snowballed from there. And now I'm working with Catherine, who's incredible she is um she's a nutritionist but she also works specifically with eating disorder recovery and body image healing and um so i finally feel like i'm making big changes there and i know that 2023 is going to be a huge year for me to really heal through this stuff that has been there for a decade which means there's a lot of work to be done because more than that it's been there for probably most of my life. Um, So I wanted there to be a pillar focused on that piece. And those are the two things, the 
um, my body is an ornament. Uh, my body is an instrument, not an ornament, which is actually a mantra that comes from someone else. And I, of course, can't remember her name right now. I'm so bad at sourcing, but that's not mine. That comes from someone else. Um, and then the other piece, I am more than my body, which has been another really, really big reminder for me as I learn more about the space, about the diet culture and the way that we've all been conditioned to think about our bodies and health. So that's my 2023 manifesto. I am not going to ramble any longer. I hope that this has inspired you to, if maybe a word of the year felt too constrictive, but goals, like setting specific goals doesn't really feel right either. Maybe a manifesto is a really, really cool way for you to dial in on what you want to achieve and anchor yourself. That's the biggest piece of this is anchor yourself in the high level of what it is that you want to accomplish. So every day you're reminded or whenever you need a reminder or you're about to choose something and you think, wait, do is this going to support where I want to go? You can come back to your manifesto and always remember, oh, right, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. This is how I want to feel. And I suppose the final thing I'll say also is that this manifesto doesn't have to not that it doesn't have to, it is to, it should encompass how you want to be, what you want to achieve, the energy you want to put out there. So keeping all of that in mind when you're choosing the pieces of your manifesto, the pillars of your manifesto, remembering that you want it to really encapsulate all of that. You want it to be something that really brings to you that energy of what it means when you say it. That's all I have for you for today's episode. I hope this was inspiring. I hope this lit a light bulb for you. Please do reach out on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels if you want to share with me what your manifesto is. I would absolutely love to hear it or just share it on Instagram and tag me in the story or the post. Um, I would really love to see what you're doing in 2023. Thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.